0: Hello, I am Sandra Ezequissili, and you come to me for hard facts. Hard fact. The world keeps turning, and you're trying to keep up. In the fight against coronavirus has the
1: option.
0: Coyote, I will let you talk if you let me talk. Coyote. That's why more and more Legosians are tuning in. Half a million, 720,000, of you. They know that if you give me your afternoon, I will give you hard facts. I am Sandra Ezequasili, and these are your hard facts. Had fact of the day, one thousand eight hundred and twenty-eight. New confirmed COVID cases over the weekend. Numbers went down from last week. So, again, fingers crossed, it looks like the second wave is losing its power. But we're not out of the woods. So, continue to do what you do to take care of yourself, to be careful out there, limit your movement to the essential things. Wear a mask when you do have to go out. Keep your distance where possible. And don't forget to wash and sanitize your hands as often as possible. The second hard fact of the day is seven. That's the number of souls who were lost after an Air Force plane en route to Mina crashed in Abuja just briefly after takeoff on Sunday. The Air Force has confirmed that um, the dead were all its personnel. May the souls rest in peace. Third hard fact of the day. Rochas Okorocha says he was arrested and released in Imo State yesterday. Now, he's an ex-governor of the state. He's a current senator from the state. He was arrested at his wife's hotel, which the state government has reportedly sealed. Okorocha says he went there to find out why. And thugs and police beat him up and his uh, boys as well. But other reports allege that he actually broke into the hotel and that these quote-unquote boys of his were also thugs who got into a fight there. Now, we'll bring you more of that story when we get more hard facts because that's the only thing I give you on Nigeria info give all 970,000 of you every weekday today's no different starting with a big weekend let's talk about the drop in phone users nationwide in december then let's talk about the CBN saying it's looking into ways to regulate cryptocurrency without penalizing its, its use and then let's talk about petrol marketers warning that they may increase the pump price on Madam Landlord, let's talk about protecting your property from land grabbers. We had a great conversation about it on The Big Hard Fact last Monday. And due to popular demand, we're continuing when we left out. My guest from last Monday, Ruti Mia Denigi, will be back today at 4 o'clock. He's joining us on the phone. On The Big Hard Fact, let's talk about federal government's financial position. We're hearing that the government is thinking about privatising more assets and refinancing CBN's overdrafts. Just how serious is the situation? We're going to be talking to Steer's business about it. News updates will come your way at the top of every hour. Just a minute will also come your way. And the only way to win on just a minute if you are playing on hard facts is to listen attentively to every single thing we talk about because the answers are in the details. But let's get started with today's big weekend. The big weekend. Will the drop in phone? subscribers affect the economic recovery was the cbn correct to cut off the crypto industry from banking before the official national crypto policy is ready and how can the dispute between petrol marketers and depot owners be resolved it was a big weekend lagos let's talk about it we lost 3.3 million Phone lines in December. That's the number that we're getting from the NCC's own quarterly report. Number of active phone lines dropped from 207.9 million to 204.6 million. And of course, when phone uh, phone subscriptions drop, internet subscriptions drop as well. We lost um, half a million of those um, um, in the third quarter. In December, sorry, five hundred sixty-three thousand. Actually, that's a a drop from well, uh, 154.4 million in November to one hundred fifty-three point eight million in December. So that's that's what happened, and now you're wondering why? Uh, why did that happen? Well, analysts are uh, saying that it's probably because of the NIN SIM integration exercise. For example, right now, the NCC has stopped telcos from issuing new SIMs. We talked about that the other day on Balogun and Broad when we were looking at C.U.G. lines. We talked about how companies cannot give out new C.U.G. lines right now unless the employee is ready to convert their existing phone number from the same telco. And that's because they're not issuing new SIM cards. And we also talked about how so many people who lost their phones and needed to reactivate their lines through Welcome Back have been stuck. Because it's either they do not have their NIN or they've not yet linked it to their phone number. So the analysts believe that this has also added to that 3.3 million um, subscriber dip. Now what's the impact of this for context? This is the biggest drop in subscriber numbers since 2017. Now let's think about what that means for the telcos. That means less revenue for airtime and internet uh, uh, from airtime and um, internet data sales. This, of course, is coming at a time when telcos are increasing their spending. NCC made them invest money in equipment to become NIN issuers. Plus, they are all having to improve their signal strength and connectivity. So there's a big chance that the telcos will see a hit on their balance sheets, but. Um, uh, even beyond all of that, there's also the effect on 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 other businesses. We talked about this on Balugu and Broad as well. Remember that that um, this business, this uh, um, telco's business, is is one of the most lucrative one in the country, right? So if you've got 3.3 million fewer phone lines. It means that um, a couple of million fewer customers who have um, phone-facing businesses are out of uh, communication. Now, Nigeria just got out of recession. We saw our GDP climb up by a fraction of 8%. And remember, of course, that even when we were in the recession, ICT and telecoms were sectors that kept growing. So the question is, how will a 1.5% drop in phone lines and a half percent drop in internet subscriptions affect the sector's GDP and the national economy? What signal does it send to potential investors? That's our first story on The Big Weekend. What do you think about the loss of 3.3 million phone subscribers in one month? 0700, 993, 993, 993, 993. 0700 993, 993 You can also send us uh, your thoughts via WhatsApp. WhatsApp is 080 959 75805. We have a number for. Uh, women who call into the station and that number is 01465-7190. 01465-7190 what do you think about the loss of 3.3 million phone subscribers in one month i told you all the reasons that um, analysts think that this is happening at the moment What's up again? Oh eight oh nine five nine seven five eight oh five. Hello, thanks for calling us.
2: Hello.
0: How are you, sir? What's your name? Sorry about that. Call back if you can. Ninety
1: nine point three
0: Hello Sorry about that. Call back if you can. Hello.
1: Hello?
0: Hello. Okay. Let's talk to Samuel. Hopefully Samuel's line doesn't drop as well. How are you, Samuel?
3: I'm good, and how are you? I'm
0: good. Good to have you on the show.
3: Thank you. Um, what's going on in the telecom sector is a reflection of the lack of strategic thinking of people that take decisions on our behalf. Okay. Um, knowing fully well that even the NIMC said there is no way they could register all Nigerians that have not been registered on the NIN. Hmm. Knowing fully well that there is a pandemic that says people should not gather in one place. Hmm. Somebody just wakes up from his bed one morning and decides that everybody must go and register at NIN. How many million Nigerians will you register in how many days? Hmm. And what they don't understand is if one company loses revenue, the government loses revenue. Right. They probably understand that, but they probably don't care because it doesn't concern them. It doesn't affect them. It doesn't affect their salaries. It doesn't affect their extra codes. It doesn't affect their families. Their families are not here. They are somewhere abroad. Schooling. It doesn't affect them. This is poor, poor, poor strategic thinking. And I'm surprised that it is this kind of people that are our leaders. I'm sorry to say.
0: Thank you, Sandra. Thank you, Samuel, for calling. If you just joined the show, I told you we lost 3.3 million phone lines in December. We got that number from NCC's own quarterly report. Um, That's the number of active phone lines that dropped from... 207.9 million to 204.6 million. And you have to also remember that when phone um, subscriptions drop, internet subscriptions drop as well. So we lost more than half a million of um, internet subscriptions. That's um, 563,000 internet subscriptions. It's a drop from uh, 154.4 million in November to 153.8 million in December. And I told you that um, the analysts who are looking at this think it's probably because of the NIN SIM integration exercise. Uh, They also think that um, um, people who lost their SIMs, who cannot get welcome back SIMs, are a part of the reason why that number is so high 3.3 million now i told you that um if you if you take a look back at um the numbers this is the biggest drop since 2017. So you're looking at less revenue for for telcos, you're looking at um, um, less um, you're, you're looking at less subscribers definitely because I mean telcos have to make this money from airtime that they' are selling to you, uh, internet data that they're selling to you as well. And it's coming at a time where telcos are increasing their spending. Because NCC made them invest money in equipment to become NIN issuers and they're also having to improve signal strength connectivity so there's a there's a there's a big chance that um, telcos will see a hit on their balance sheets and like i said earlier on you also have to think about the impact of this on businesses we have a line for women 01460 465, sorry, not 460. 465-7190. 7190 What do you think about the loss of 3.3 million phone subscribers in one month? What do you think about that? Let's talk to Grace. Hello, Grace. Thank you very much for calling us. Uh, that call dropped. Grace, call back if you can. 99.3. Hello. How are you? What's your name? Hello.
4: Good afternoon. My name is Frank. I'm calling from Ipaja.
0: Welcome, Frank. Go ahead.
4: Okay, so um, in December, I I was attacked. Uh, my car broke down after Jota was attacked, mm-hmm. and two of my phones were taken from me. Mm. And then it's fine since December till now, I've not been able to retrieve the lines. Oh. You know, I have my NIN. When I go to the the telcos to retrieve the line, they tell me that the porter. On the NC, NIMC portal, where they need to verify my NIM before they give me my, I mean, giving me my welcome back line is not working. This has been the position all along. I have to go to Twitter and I checked and I saw that is that is what is happening in the entire country. Yeah. people are not able to retrieve their lines because right. NIMC portal where they are supposed to verify me is down and is not working for months. Right. As I am speaking with you now, I'm using my wife's phone to make calls. And that is when we are together. When we are not together, i am completely cut off from December oh. till now.
1: Oh.
4: And I wonder what NIMC is trying to achieve with all of this rubbish that they are doing.
0: And, and you can't get I, a new line because they have a, a rule that you can't get a new
1: line.
4: That is the position. Ah. And so if we say NIM is the central database for Nigerians, mm. it means that wherever you submit your NIM it will be verified and mm. people have to go to NIMC portal to verify that number. Mm-hmm. And this portal for verification is completely shut down.
0: Mm. my brother. I don't understand. I don't understand either. I don't understand either. And I'm terribly sorry you're dealing with this. And um, he's one of the 3.3 million people that we're talking about. It's 19 minutes past three. Thank you so much, sir, for calling and sharing your story with me. The number to call is 0700-993-993-993. But that's if you're male. If you're female, the number to call is 01465-719. Adebinpe is on the line. Hello, Adebinpe. Thank you so much for calling us. Okay, good afternoon. Good afternoon. You're talking to Sandra now. Go ahead.
5: Yes, yes. Good
0: afternoon. Good afternoon.
5: Um, seriously, I don't know what uh, NIMSI is trying to achieve with this. They are purposely suffering people. My dad, his phone was pulling inside our house. We went to um MTN the uh, provider's office. Different providers He uses different phones, lines. And all of them, they can't he can't retrieve his line.
1: Okay. So supposing
5: he has even his account, those it comes through those lines. So what is what is the essence? He has already linked his number with these lines. So what is the essence of linking these things if we cannot retrieve it when we when it's lost? Mm. I think when we have if you have not linked it is a different issue. If you have linked your line, you should be able to go to any office and give them and say, okay I've done this. I should be able to retrieve my line. Uh, you cannot even get another line. It's, 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 so now, if somebody lost his phone, or what's the essence? So they don't want us to use that. They want us to go back to the age of no phone or no lines again.
0: Mm. It's quite the thing. I bear. Thank you very much for calling and uh, sharing this with me. Do you want us to go back to the age of no lines? 99.3, hello. Hello,
6: good afternoon.
0: Good afternoon, welcome.
6: This is a calling from Udoboridogun State. Welcome, You see, Sandra, I have a problem with my team last week. And I went to their office. You know what they tell me? What? I said there is nothing they can do. I and them why. I registered this team inside the office here, and you tell me there's nothing you can do. say that there's nothing they can That is the order from uh, their head, head office, something like that. Mm. So I try to convince them, no way. Now I'm without uh, only one thing that I have now. If anything that should happen to this one I'm talking to you now, mm. I will be totally in darkness. Darkness.
3: So I don't know
6: why this uh, government is doing something that will affect the poor people. Because without this phone I'm talking to you now, I cannot do my business.
0: What business mm? do you do? What business do you do?
6: Um, into electrical. Okay. And as I'm talking to you now, we come at people for Lagos with this phone. They will send me my views to me here. If I didn't have that communication, how will how will my business transaction uh, go, 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 go smoothly? Mm. Will I be traveling, doing those stress, going to Lagos, come back? Are we die we quick? So I don't know. I don't know why they are giving us this problem. It's, it's really affecting me as I'm thinking it now. Because if I didn't protect this one now, mm. Ah, I'm in trouble. I'm in studio because all oh, my network, my bank, uh, this thing, everything I, uh, is inside this phone. If anything should happen to it now, where, where will I go to? Hmm. And this is the office where I call it the same. So I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. They should help us in this country. We are not, we are not. no longer... Yeah, let me illiterate people again. We have uh, advanced enough mm. to do something that will help the poor
1: people.
6: Mm. I beg, Thank I beg, you. I beg. Talk, let the people who can talk to them that we hear talk to them. Maybe they can consider and do a way that to favor us, the poor ones that are not in government to, to collect millions. The little one we are using to help our life, let them not stop it, I beg. All right, we are begging them.
0: Thank you very much for calling. Speaking of our beg and government policies that have economic impact, we also saw central bank seeming to soften its position on cryptocurrency. CBN is now saying that um, the decision to cut off crypto exchanges from the bank- banking system is not permanent. They just want to do some research and study how to prevent people using it anonymously. We heard from Kevin Amugo. He's the director of the CBN's financial policy and um, regulation department. And Amugo also said that Nigeria needs a national policy on cryptocurrency instead of just a monetary policy, said by the CBN. Let me repeat his exact words to you. His exact words. He said, quote, The Committee on Cryptocurrency headed by the National Security Advisor and members our EFCC, NFIU, SEC, NICOM, and all regulators to strategize and come up with a national position, not a monetary policy position. We have issued our initial draft, but COVID-19 impeded our efforts to conclude our actions. Because of interests, crypto has regenerated. I think it is high time we reconvened and ensure that we take a national position so that what is issued is a national position, not a CBN's or SEC's position, end quote. So Amogos is saying two things there. He's saying, first, we don't have a national position on crypto yet. And second, he's saying that there's a committee set up to formulate that position with members from all across government. Now, that clearly means that the CBN's order to banks to cut off crypto exchanges did not come as part of an agreed upon national policy. Since that policy is still being worked on. And so over the weekend, analysts were asking... Why did the CBN decide to take a decision on crypto when the national policy wasn't out yet? And then other analysts were pointing out that since the CBN's decision has affected so many businesses and investments, could they not have afforded to wait until the national policy was finalized? Because let's say for a moment that the policy comes out a few weeks from now and it says, oh, OK, crypto is OK exchanges just need to follow one or two rules. Doesn't that mean that all those businesses and people who lost access to their banking were inconvenience for nothing? Because even right now, people are reporting that banks are allegedly cutting them off. Their account numbers are allegedly being shut off. But going beyond that, Let's talk about the process itself for getting the new policy. We'll talk about that after the break. You're listening to Hard Facts, so 99.3 Nigeria Info. I'm Sandra S. Zekwasili. We bring you the biggest stories that broke during the weekend. Every Monday when we start Hard Facts at 3, we'll bring you more on this crypto uh, crypto matter next. Don't go away.
1: More
2: talk. More.
5: Right after this. The The Big Weekend.
0: Our first story told you that we lost 3.3 million phone lines in December. That's the number that the NCC quoted in their quarterly report. Number of active phone lines dropped from 207.9 million to 204.6 million. Analysts believe that um, it's probably because of the NIN sim integration exercise um, and also probably because... Companies cannot give out new SIMs at the moment. You have CG lines, for example, um, that um, cannot be issued to new. Organizations because there's no more new sims. We talked about this on Balogun Broad. Balogun Broad, by the way, is the most relevant business show on Nigeria info, and it's here on Hard Facts every Wednesday at 5. So you have to listen, right? So yeah, 3.3 million fewer phone lines. That means a couple of... Uh, million fewer customers for phone-facing businesses. You've been hearing the calls. We've been getting on that subject since I brought you that story. I also told you that uh, the central bank is seeming to soften its position on, on cryptocurrency. That's a story we're talking about before the break. CBN is saying that they now um uh, want to do some research and study how to prevent people using crypto anonymously. So that their decision to cut off crypto exchanges from the system, from the banking system, is not permanent. Now, I said that going beyond all of the, um, oh, you know, was it wise for them to do it before they had a national policy? Look at how it affects businesses and investments. If you go beyond all of that and you talk about the process itself for getting the new policy, you have to look at what Amugo said. About COVID-19 delaying it. He's also saying that they are ready to continue. Now, he said, quote, the way forward for us will be continuous engagement, ongoing consultations, and academic research. We're engaging internationally and locally to ensure that we come out with a harmonized and implementable position. End quote. So CBN's head of financial policy, that's who Amugo is, and he's saying that they still need to do more consultations before a policy can be finalized. And like I told you before, part of what they want to look into is the ways that they can remove anonymity from uh, cryptocurrency transactions. So they're doing consultations with stakeholders, stakeholders like cryptocurrency exchanges the same exchanges who just got banned from banking services by the CBN. But again, it raises the question, why didn't the CBN consult with them before the ban? And on this issue of anonymity, I told you last week when we talked about it that there are already solutions. I told you about the US and how everybody who trades in crypto above a certain amount pays tax. The government is able to track them because the crypto exchanges collect the identity data of all their users. And by U.S. law, they share it with the government. And on Balogo and Broad last week, you heard from an executive for one of the exchanges, Binance, and they said that they already collect KYC data, data. We also know that banks collect data on all transfers. So when somebody sends money into their crypto exchange account, Governments can trace it from the bank or the card. So if anonymity is CBN's big problem, but as I am showing you there are already ways to handle it, I have to ask again, was there a need to restrict the exchanges before the new national policy? 0700 993 993 993 share your thoughts with me. Via WhatsApp as well, 080 What do you think about CBN now saying that there will soon be a national policy for regulating crypto? In light of this, what do you think about the decision to ban exchanges from banking services before the policy was ready? We have a number for women, 014657190. Kayode is in Ikoyi. Hello, Kayode. Thank you for calling us.
1: Yes, yeah,
2: Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yeah, um, I want to comment on this Bitcoin issue. Yes,
0: go ahead.
2: Yeah, and I'm sincerely not happy with the way the media is this thing. because the media is not balanced this is a balanced button on it. Okay. Yes. Because the media seems to be leaning towards the side of of seeing what the C B N did was this wrong. And I think the cbn the media should balance it. Because I think the C B N should be thanked for doing what they have done, okay. because yes, the, um, Nigeria is not alone in doing this thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: The, the Bitcoin, um, apart from the anonymity mm-hmm. issue, in, 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 the the way at which it's being used to commit uh, to launder money is terrible, and there is no country that will open its eyes and allow such things to happen. And um, aside, um, the regulatory authority, HIVC in the, in the UK is not a regulatory authority. It's a bank. And it has restricted the use of uh, transferring of profit of cryptocurrency to, 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 to um, um, bounce. You cannot do it in a HIVC bank. UBS in Switzerland has done the same thing. So, a lot of countries in the world are moving towards restricting the use of cryptocurrencies. So, that's why I said you need a balance reporting on this thing. The CBS, as far as I'm concerned, have done what is right to, to protect the currency of the country and protect the, the interest. The most of the crimes going in the world are concomitant are, 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 using a piece of analysis that he said. Um, is, there's, there's a way they go about it. And uh, even the KYC documentary, you can go around it. They don't see you. They're just people are not. Everything you're doing, you're doing online. And there was a generative thing that. Are these are exchanging things uh, in Nigeria? They're not. So, what they you know I'm giving this to them? On, on whose database are they confirming the, the ID so, so, uh, so, so, surrender to them? So, there's more harm in this Bitcoin issue than the media is making you know, us see. And so we should stop cascading the CBM for this.
1: We should stop the
0: president of for what they've done. That's what I'm All right, Coyote. Thank you very much for calling. 99.3. Hello. 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 Thanks for calling. Turn
7: your radio off. What's your name?
1: Okay.
7: okay. My name is uh, Tony Achille. Tony, welcome. Go ahead. You see, uh, this country, mm. Sandra, may mm. got to continue to save us. From bad rulers. Okay. You see, there is no just God that governs Nigeria rightfully. The God of hypocrites, despotism, tyranny, and self centeredness. Okay. That gives bad judgment against poor Nigerians. We are all poor. One day we shall leave that place and we will go. Where is Abacha? Well, it's, uh, what is Yaladuwa? What,
0: what has that got to do with the sims well, and has, cryptocurrency? something
7: got to do with these things, These cryptocurrency. you are talking about. Okay, If you want to make a decision on your fellow human being, you should have to make findings. Other European countries are using the same thing. You just decided one day and say so you put bar on it. You are no longer going to deal with it when you have not made your research. Many people have made loss. May God not dump in your intelligence. You speak you speak in a way that we are we ourselves we find the value God to contribute. Because to cover everything and may the knowledge God give you not fall. I wish you well, Sandra. God bless
0: you. Bless you as well. Thank you very much for calling. We've got uh, messages here. Ernest RG on Twitter says, The 3.3 million phone subscribers lost is as a result of poor policy formulation and implementation of government and its agencies. How can you tell people to register for NIN without proper system on ground to make the process easy for all? Let's uh, take a call from Adebo Ale in Leki. Hello, Adebo Ale. Thank you for calling us. Hi, thanks for calling.
8: Yes, please. Welcome, go ahead. Sandra, you see, Adebowale is my name, first of all, Mm. from Lagos. You see, the issue of uh, cryptocurrency and uh, this NIMC is not starting today. Okay. It has started from the ages of uh, our present government, not knowing what exactly to do. For example... We have the pandemic of COVID outside. One government agency is saying, go on social distancing. Another government agency is saying, cluster around yourself and spread COVID-19. What do we do? So basically, it's not even just the problem of uh, NIMC also. It's the problem of not knowing what exactly to do. They are short of ideas. So this cryptocurrency issue, why haven't they you, rightly said Why didn't they make this research from the onset? Why is it that now is when they feel, oh, let's make a research? And that is simply because they see they saw that the uh policy they made or the bans they enact did not affect the trading of cryptocurrency in any way, rather making these people that are trading in cryptocurrency, making them smarter than how they were before and giving them the right of options on how to go about their trading, it does not affect them in any form. So that's just my own decision. Thank,
0: thank, you. Boale, thank you very much for calling. Petroleum marketers say Nigerians should get ready for 195 naira per liter and that it is NPC's fault. We heard from IPMAN over the weekend, the Independent Petroleum Marketers Association of Nigeria, and they're complaining that they cannot get petrol from government depots because government is is sending most of it to the private depots instead. And according to IPMAN, the private depots are giving them a higher price because the depot owners also own filling stations and so they're trying to overcharge the competition. So IPMAN is saying that if government doesn't start giving them petrol directly through the NMPC depots, they're going to have to increase pump price. So the argument between IPMAN, the depot owners, and NMPC, it's been getting louder and louder recently. We already saw a brief fuel scarcity here in Lagos last week, after IPMAN members protested at some depots. But now they're talking about raising prices. And this thing is not about shortage or fuel well, day supply day. Last week, I told you NMPC said that they have a forty-month supply, a forty-day supply. Sorry. The problem is distribution, and I want to know what you think about that. If Ipman's account of it is true, basically the private depots are working together to raise the prices for the marketers. Now, technically, technically, government has deregulated prices. So, if the marketers are being charged a higher price, they can also raise the pump price. But if you don't want that to happen, then we need to have a conversation about what can be done to address the problem that Ipman is raising here out of love for us to have a conversation about this but uh, we may have to feature it again on tomorrow's big three because now i have to talk to somebody from world remit i'm expecting to be connected to benga okejimi benga okejimi is the country manager nigeria and ghana for world remit and um he's going to be talking to us about what what world remit does um what they're doing in nigeria what their business is how you can benefit from it what you can get out of world remit etc etc that's the conversation i'm about to have with benga is on the line now hello benga thank you so much for joining us on hard facts today hi benga thanks thanks for joining us on hard facts hello benga are you there ah no benga is not there all right we're going to have to try and get benga back on the line like i said Wenga is uh, the country manager, Nigeria and Ghana, at World Remit. And uh, you have to know, of course, that um, since Nigeria announced um, uh, new rules for sending money, from the abroad in December 2020. People like World Remit have had to reinvent how they do things like this, right? So when he does join us on the show and we do get him back on the line, we'll have a conversation about uh, what World Remit is doing to ensure that you can still receive money from your family members who live abroad, from your loved ones who, who live abroad. Or if you're listening from abroad, you can find out from World Remit themselves how you can send money uh, using World Remit um, to your family members who are here in Nigeria. Um, World Remit was the first to launch USD transfers in Nigeria and um, deliver USD bank transfers as well. Uh, But um, since um, that central bank announcement in December 2020, uh, I'm curious to see how they've adapted and improved their services to ensure that they're obeying the new rules while making sure that you're able to send money to the people you care about. So we're, we're trying to get Wenger on the line. Hopefully we get him on the line as soon as possible, and then we can go ahead and have this conversation. The connection to Benga continues to drop off. it's not It's not been a very friendly day for our phone lines. I think it's because everyone's trying to call in at the same time. So I'll beg you to please stop trying to call into the show. <laughs> I know that you really want to talk about the stories, but um, please do us a favor and stop calling into the show so that we have access um, to be able to get Benga to join us over the phone and talk to us about um, World Remit. So amongst other things, so we're telling us um, about um, the different services that um, World Remit offers. Uh, He'll also be talking to us about uh, what differentiates their services from other um, international money transfer organizations operating here in Nigeria. He'll also be talking to us uh, about, like I said earlier on, how they've adapted their services to ensure that customers can continue to send money easily. And um, he'll talk to us about who their money transfer partners in Nigeria are. Um, how many of them are, uh, are can can service their customers based on CBN's directives? And he'll also talk to us about their transfer tracker app. Hopefully we have enough time to get into that because we've got about uh, 10 minutes before we have to wrap up. But yeah, he'll talk to us about that as well. I do hope we can get him on the line, to be honest with you. It's, it's not looking like um, that will happen but I do hope we get him on the line because this is very, very important. You know, if you have family abroad, I have family abroad and it's pinning me that, you know, the the, the the money transfer process has gotten a bit complicated since um, that announcement was made back in December 2020, you know? So if you've got family abroad, if you um, are the family member who is abroad, then this is information that you, you really need, right? So I'm I'm hoping Wenger can join us. I'm hoping we are able to get across him. I'm hoping the connection works. Uh, he's the country manager at Nigeria and Ghana for World Remit. And um, he'll be talking to us about... How they've adapted, how you can still get money from your family members, how you can send money to your family members if you are listening to us from the abroad. We'll talk about the Transfer Tracker app. We'll talk about um, an entrepreneur's program that they launched last year. I know World Remit launched an entrepreneur's program last year. So um, hopefully he can talk to us about that initiative and uh talk to us about what other ways that that particular company is supporting Nigerians world remits that is so let's keep trying to get him if we do get him we'll come back on and talk to him Business, work for one, or want to start one. Business is central to your life. But do most business shows really speak to you? Today on the show, the billion dollar valuation of Baloguan Broad does. Let's talk about the stock market and Alaba market. Let's talk about share IPOs and diesel supply LPOs. Let's talk about Broad Street. The Nigerian Stock Exchange recorded at an all-time high
2: of and Balogun Street. Uh, the marginal hour spend on fuel so on through mm. was 4,000
0: on Balogun and Broad Wednesdays at 5. On hard facts I don't just bring you the news, I bring you the newsmakers. makers. Consul General of the U.S. Consul General in Lagos, giving her first ever interview in Nigeria, Claire Pierangelo. They come to me because they know Lagos is listening. I love the way you engage Nigeria, especially with these people who are all to, to, to make Nigeria. Nigerian. they still be among Nigerian than you are We talk to the newsmakers. The special assistant to the president on digital and new media, Tolu Ogunesi. Frankenberg has just walked into the studio. Yawande yeah, Sadiku. Yawande yeah, is the executive secretary of NIPC, the Nigeria Investment Promotion Council the Senior Special Assistant to President Mohamed Buhari on Public Affairs, Mr. Ajuri Ngelali. We talk to Captains of Industry. She's the founder and CEO of Tomato Joss, one of Nigeria's biggest agro-industrial businesses. Her name is Mira Meta. He's been selected for Forbes 30 Under 30. His name is Inyolua Aboyeji. We talk to the experts. He's the chief economist at Business Day. He's a big friend of the show. Don't He's the head of the Department of Molecular Biology and Biotechnology at the Nigerian Institute of Medical Research, NIMR. Dr. Bamidele Iwaloto. And we talk to you. I found Mr. Usman through hard facts he's a listener he sent us a WhatsApp message when we were talking about the scanners at the port give me your afternoon and I'll give you the answers alright so it looks like we have Benga on the line finally Benga are you there?
9: yes
6: hi
0: hi sorry about um, earlier on we were trying and trying to get you on the line and it wasn't working out
9: yes I guess as much Um, I think um, the network is a little bit uh Disruptive at this moment yeah. all
0: right um, good, okay. good, good to have you on the show like i yeah. said lagos benga is the country manager um nigeria and ghana for world remit benga we don't have a lot of time anymore so let's um get to the questions that we can get to huh tell us about right. world remit tell us what differentiates your services from peers operating your peers pe- operating here in nigeria all
9: right thank you very much i'm sandra um World Eat, um, is a leading cross-border payment services company, um, founded as a result of the experiences of our chairman, Mr. Ismail Ahmed, a migrant from Somaliland. Um, the service was uh, established based on Ismail's experience of having to visit costly agents to, transfer, to send transfers to family members back home. Hmm. We are a truly international company where over 60 nationalities are represented, And more than 75 languages are spoken. Um, Ismail's intention was always to make transfers seem less flexible and cost effective. Mm. We pride ourselves as a um, technological disruptor, which is 100% digital on the send side, Mm. yet offers multiple options on the receive side. Mm. This differentiates us from other players in the market. Of course, we are a low cost player, ensuring that transfers are sent at the most competitive rate. Mm. So you cannot get any better rate in the market than
1: um, World Remit. World Remit.
0: But, yeah. but now you've got new rules um, from the CBN for diaspora remittances. Um, has World Remit been able to adapt its services to, to, you know, and um, find ways to ensure that customers can continue to send money?
9: All right, yeah. Um, if you recall, last year, precisely November 30, the Central Bank um, directed that banks and um, international money transfer organizations to enable payment of money transfers to recipients in Nigeria in United States dollars. The directive um, further stated that such transfers are to be received in cash or paid to USD denominated accounts in Nigeria. World Remit was the first to implement this directive within 24 hours. Um, we're able to do this as an innovative company that pioneered digital remittances, hmm. and um, in line with our mantra to always create opportunities for our customers.
0: Hmm. Now, can you can you tell us more about this new CVN mandate on USD bank accounts so, or uh, bank account opening process? How does it affect your customers? How will it affect your customers?
9: Okay, thanks. Um, Yes, um, as um, I mentioned earlier on um, November last year, precisely the last day of November, the CBN directed that all remittance transfers to Nigeria by IMTUs, that is international money transfer organizations, should either be paid in USD, um, paid in USD in cash or deposited into a USD denominated account. We are very much aware that majority of Nigerian recipients do not have a um, USD account, and this has um, impacted remittance services, especially digital players like us. Hmm. Um, This has caused a shift to cash pickup service, which also has some issues around availability of USD notes. Hmm. Um, In the light of this, and and as a way of further driving the financial inclusion strategy of the central bank, Hmm. um, the CBN mandated all banks to ensure automatic USD accounts opening. Strictly for international money transfers. Mm. Uh, the implication of this is that um, even if a customer has a has a Naira account, that is um, that due diligence has been conducted on it by the bank. Mm. The USD account will be automatically opened for such a customer to receive the transfers mm. instead of the transaction failing. So basically, if you if your sender uses a Naira account, um, uh, plans to send money into uh, the recipient's Naira account. Mm-hmm. Um, the bank will automatically create a USD account for such customers Mm -hmm. instead of returning the funds back to to the diaspora. So that's essentially what um, the CBN mandate uh, stipulates.
0: Who, Who are your transfer partners, your money transfer partners in Nigeria? How many of them can now service your customers based on these directives from the CBN?
9: Yeah. We have one of the largest bank payout networks for USD bank transfers which includes um, Access Bank, First Bank, Fidelity Bank, GT Bank, UBA, and SCMB, with ongoing plans for further expansion. Mm. Uh, customers of SCMB, First Bank, Access Bank, Fidelity Bank, GT Bank, and UBA can now also access USD payouts mm. through the bank transfer and cash pickup options. Mm. Those receiving transfers into Union Bank, Polaris Bank, and Zeni Bank accounts can use can access USD payouts only through the cash pickup option. Hmm. So, and um, we are still onboarding um, new partners. We are in the process of onboarding new Even partners. Even more partners. Yeah.
0: Since we're out of time, do you have any final words on how World Remit is helping families stay connected?
9: Uh, as a company committed to creating opportunities, we have ensured that families um, stay connected. Regularly, especially during these challenging times, mm. by offering multiple payout opportunities via cash or bank deposits. We are not oblivious to the fact that um, the sudden change in directives by the CBN may prove to be challenging mm. for some of our customers, mm.
1: which is the reason we
9: are onboarding more partners, like I mentioned before, and exploring innovative ways to bring the service closer to them. We have countless, of custom, uh, countless examples of customers who have not only been able to sustain but expand their business with the support of money transfers received from overseas via World Remit. Mm. Furthermore, um, educational and medical needs have been met to keep spirits and hopes alive. It is this simple act of kindness and um, humanity that we at World Remit live for. We are immensely proud to support our inspiring customers and those.
0: Wenga Okejimi is the country manager, Nigeria and Ghana. Wenga, thank you so much for your time on Hard Facts today.
9: Yeah, thank you so much. Uh.
0: All right, Thanks. let's bring you business news, Lagos. And after that, Madam Landlord, where we'll talk about how you can protect your land from land grabbers. I'm Sandra Ezequist.